Trust in our Bill of Rights is the freedom to hear uncensored ideas and opinions, to think your own thoughts, and to say what's on your mind. We couldn't have liberty without it. Now, more than ever, it's good to spout off, to listen, debate, and participate. Here's your host of Spouting Off, commentator, columnist, and all-around rabble-rouser, Karen Cataline. Well, we are just weeks away from the midterms, November 8th, and, uh, you know, we're watching the preening and the posturing and the, the newsworthy items and stuff. I don't know. Is the radical left shooting themselves in the foot? We can only hope so. And, and that includes, by the way, the uh, many, many Republicans, sadly, in the deep state, in the swamp that enable Democrats to march us towards communism, socialism, globalism, and basically the loss of our liberties. I noticed something uh, yesterday at the end of the day, beautiful day yesterday, and Joe Biden was quoted as saying, "I uh, and I'll, I'll play you the audio in just a minute, that his age uh, is a legitimate concern. That's what he said. Now, before I give you my commentary and my take on all this, I think you should hear it directly from the man's lips. Let's hear it. Uh, the uh, clip one we're going to hear, and then we're going to play clip two after that, um, after I announce it. I okay. think it's a legitimate thing to be concerned about anyone's age, including mine. I think it's totally legitimate. But I think the best way to make the judgment is to, uh, to you know, watch me. You know, am I slowing up? Am I don't have the same pace? And, or, you know, uh, and that old joke, you know, uh, um, everybody talks about the, you know, the new 70s, 50s, and all that stuff. You know, I, you know, it could be, I, I'm a great respecter of fate. I could get a disease tomorrow. I could, you know, drop dead tomorrow. Ah, I'm sorry. I told me to laugh at that, but... Uh, do we need Joe Biden to give us permission to be concerned? That is my question. Now, you might think he's being gracious to allow us the opportunity to be concerned about the fact that he's soon to be 80, that he shuffles around like a lost old man and can't remember even when he gave a eulogy for someone before that they're dead. I don't know. I think it's pretty in your face. So he says, watch me. Watch me. We have been watching you, Joe Biden. We've been watching you for the last two years destroy this country with both hands, whomever it is who's making policy, because it just isn't believable of a rational human being that you could make policy when you can't remember anything. You can't speak. Are you, you even shuffled around in that one little one minute clip? You couldn't remember what 80 is the new 70. I don't know what he was trying to say there, but you know, we're supposed to just ignore and ignore and ignore. They're not gaffes. They're a person who does not belong anywhere near power, right? But this is the main thing. Let's not forget. He is part 
of a, uh, and he's just marching in lockstep good step to the whole notion that we need our betters to tell us what we think, what we believe, what we're allowed to consider legitimate or not. And to me, anyone who serves in an American position of political power, whether it's a state representative or a president of the United States, who has the mindset that they are better than us, they can decide what is a legitimate concern or not, they can decide what is misinformation, disinformation. Oh, yes, and don't forget, if you don't agree with them, you're a threat to democracy, right? Anybody who has that mindset is unfit to serve in American politics. Yes, you heard that right. Because America, as you know, and we are passionate here, Alan Nathan listeners are passionate about live and let live, sent as part of the fundamental bones of a free country. Only in dictatorships do they tell you what you're allowed to think, what you're allowed to believe, what you're allowed to do, what you're allowed to do with your own body. Yes, We have disagreements about abortion, but those same champions of abortion, 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 want to force a jab in your arm or take away your livelihood if you don't do as you're you're told. Interestingly, the radical left and their minions did exactly as they were told, even though we've watched them lecture us about how they are not to be lectured to, but they can lecture all they want. Yes, Joe Biden, we've been watching you, and you are not fit for office, and we all know it. It is like telling us that you have beautiful new threads, and we know you're standing up there buck naked. Let's listen to somebody who you may or agree or disagree with, and I agree, who does sound like somebody who is fit and prepared to lead. She doesn't forget who she is, where she is, or what she stands for. Let's look at the compare and contrast of Carrie Lake in cut number two. Look at who's getting COVID in record numbers, the people who've already gotten the shots. And then we look at our young, healthy population, Chris. You see these soccer players who have the healthiest hearts on the planet and they're dropping dead on the field after getting these shots. You're seeing people who've had no health problems after they get the shots, they all of a sudden have a plethora of health problems. We will not be forcing any child to get an experimental shot in order to get an education, not in Arizona. We will push back against these unelected bureaucrats in the CDC and every other government agency. They are not elected by the people and they do not control the people. Whoa. How about that? Not only is she articulate, not only is she clear, not only can she say plethora, which I don't think Joe Biden can say, uh, she is taking a courageous uh, position that our betters have told us we're not, not allowed to take. We're not allowed to question the efficacy of these jabs. We're not allowed to uh, even see the data that maybe these jabs are responsible for more death, more injury, more destruction. We are not allowed to question Anthony uh, fascist Fauci. We're not allowed to take an opinion or have an opinion that is not uh, uh, poll tested and approved by the radical left, which now controls the Democrat Party. So 
here's what I wonder in these midterms, not wonder, but I really hope wherever you're listening from, wherever you're hearing this show, that you demand from anyone you vote for that they have the courage to address the issues that the radical left, which now controls the Democrat Party, doesn't want addressed. Not just inflation and the economy, not just um, being uh, uh, the left shutting down our ability to produce our own oil, making us once again dependent on foreign oil, going hat in hand uh, when we are in a recession, even though they lie to us and tell us we're not. What have they told us the truth about? But if the person that you're Please get out and vote because whatever kind of shenanigans is going on can be counteracted by voting and voting and voting your conscience, but also demand of your candidate because politicians seem to only listen when they're up for election. And if they are the radical left, which controls the Democrat Party, they don't even listen then. They pay lip service to uh, what the public wants. And the second the election is over, they go back doing everything they said they wouldn't do, including spending us into oblivion and making us once again and draining our oil reserves. I mean, did anybody, including Biden, ever campaign on that? We're going to leave all our weaponry to our Af- in Afghanistan to our enemies. We're going to open the borders wide open. We're going to drain our oil reserves. And we're going to spl- spend you into oblivion. Did you vote for that? Did you vote for the Great Reset? And yet, this is being forced upon Americans and, frankly, citizens all over the world without our, dis- without our consent. We are discovering every single day a whole agenda that has that is being hoisted upon us from transhumanism to the diminishment and the cheapening of life. Did you vote for that? I surely didn't. So not only should we be concerned about Joe Biden's cognitive abilities, which we see every day, you told us to watch Joe Biden we've been watching. We got to take a break. When we come back, we're going to have a couple of segments from uh, a couple of interviews that I did a little earlier this week for the Alan Nathan Show. They were so interesting. I thought I'd share them with you. I'll tell you about that. When we come back, you're listening to Spouting Off here with Karen Cataline on the KRN Radio Network. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government, and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Thanks, Pat. Call now, toll-free, 866-8832741. That's 866-8832741. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, Get and read The Secret War. Call now, toll free, 866-8832741. 
866-883-2741. That's 866-883-2741. Are you tired of the same old snacks? Looking for something a little healthier than that bag of chips or candy bar? Even your average bag of trail mix these days is little more than peanuts, raisins, and candy-coated chocolate. Not very healthy, is it? Allow me to introduce you to White Mountain Munchies. Made from 100% all-natural ingredients, White Mountain Munchies combines unique flavors with nutritional value that will tingle your taste buds and strengthen and sustain your overall health and wellness. Eating good never tasted so good. From Maggie's Maple Madness to Hannah's Heavenly Harvest, Grayson's Getaway Goodies, and our limited edition Christmas blend, Jacoby's Jolly Jumble, White Mountain Munchies offers nutritious and delicious snacks that the whole family is sure to love. Pick yours up now through our easy-to-use online store at whitemountainmunchies.com. White Mountain Munchies, non-GMO when you're on the go. Your daughter doesn't want to talk about why her room is a horrible mess. Your son doesn't want to talk about why he's wearing mismatching socks. Your spouse doesn't want to talk about their bad haircut. Families don't have to talk about everything, but they should talk to plan for an emergency. Pack basic supplies in a go bag, water, canned food, flashlights, batteries, medical supplies, IDs, and some cash. Talk about where you'll meet in case you lose one another. And of course, don't forget to pack the dog treats. Talk to your family and make an emergency plan. Go to nyc.gov slash readyny or call 311 to make your family's emergency plan. Brought to you by New York City Emergency Management and the Ad Council. The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Tom and Levi. Tom is the smartest man I know. He's been a professor at two major universities, been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, he told me that he was having um, problems in his classes. I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. And he was telling them that he was doing it as a favor to them. But I think in reality, he just wanted to get out of there. Um, I was really starting to worry because I saw something was wrong. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives. But he was there beside me. And my love for him was just immense. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Karen Cataline got her parents to name her Karen before she was born so she could grow up to be a punchline. Now here's more spouting off with Karen Cataline. Welcome back, everyone, to Spouting Off. I'm your happy host, Karen Cataline, and as promised, I'm going to share with you these next couple of segments, guests, and I introduce them on these segments. Uh, When I was filling in for Alan Nathan on the Main Street Radio Network, so much fun, I thought I'd share. So here we go with the first one, Neil Mammon from Every Black Life Matters. Well, welcome back, everyone, to the Ellen Nathan Show. I'm Karen Cataline, and we are zooming right into our second hour. 
Uh, I talk a lot about the threat and the, the speeding train. It's more than threat. The speeding train we're on to Marxism, socialism, totalitarianism, and a whole host of isms that this country and our founders and our great-grandparents and those we love fought and some even gave their lives to prevent happening in this country. Among the most um, effective and valuable speakers we have are people who have known communism firsthand. Our next guest is co-founder of Every Black Life Matters. He co-founded a five startup companies in the Silicon Valley. His latest book is Does Every Black Life Matter? A primer, uh, Every Black Life Matters for Kids. He's also an Indian African American from a Marxist activist family, and he's here to speak from experience. Neil Mammon, thank you so much for joining us here on The Alan Nathan Show. Thank you so much, Karen. I'm honored to be here. Well, I'm honored, and we are honored to have you. Why don't we just give you a very wide berth to talk about, if you were talking to us like we're 12, some of us are, (laughs) historically or whatever, as to the threats, the dangers, and the nightmare of communism and socialism, and why we should not consider it as, oh, some alternative economic system, but it is deadly and dangerous, and a lot of people don't know it. What should we know from you about that? Well, first first of all, I guess the first thing you should know is that it's not going to come as a threat from abroad. Communism knows that, in fact, right from the beginning, uh, they knew that there was no way to take America by a frontal attack. The only way to take America out was by destroying it from within, weakening it with, from within, and then they would have a foothold to then spread their alternative uh, solution, right? And so they started with the five major things they needed to do. One was they needed to get into our schools, right? So they had to get in, so they did, and that happened back in the 50s when John Dewey did the whole system where he basically he was a communist, worked for a communist, and the thing behind this whole thing was because communism was tried, and it failed miserably in small areas in America. And so the, the communist overseers, if you will, said, the reason it doesn't work is because Americans are too independent. So we mm-hmm. need to get to them when they are kids, when they are younger. We need to train them to be drones, to be producers, to be laborers, and get rid of that independent spirit, you know, the fighting West spirit and the, the American mm-hmm. spirit. So they said, okay, so we'll start in the school. So that was the first thing. So then they said, okay, well, then we know the schools are good, so we'll get into the elementary schools and the high schools, and the, you know, but then we now need to move into the academia. So now they're going to now be training new teachers, new professors. So the next thing is let's get into the colleges. And actually, they sort of started in the colleges first, and the primary place where they started was Columbia University, and that's where the Frankfurt School My uh, alma mater, my graduate degree oh, yeah. is at Columbia, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's it's where, social work uh, where Cloward and Piven <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And yes. you'll see that a lot of these people came right out of Columbia. I mean, yeah. Pena, John, all these guys are related to that whole same thing. Uh, so then the next thing was, OK, well, well, America has a very strong religious base. So we have to get into the uh, religious system. So now they're infiltrating. In fact, a friend of mine named Judd Saul 
And Trevor, two friends of mine, Bertolt and Trevor Alden, made a movie called Enemies Within the Church, how Marxism is now infiltrating the church or has been infiltrating the church. And they bring in liberation theology. They bring in all yes. these other things. Yes. So, and, and they want to break it down, right? So now that. So the, the fourth one is economic system. We've got to destroy the economic system. So you'll understand that uh, Marxism has no solution. And what's interesting is Clover and Pivot actually suggested a Marxist system to break down America to bring right. a Marxist system. <laughs> and so yes, um, and for like, those... Let me just say for those listeners who may not know, and uh, we we mentioned it without explaining it, Cloward and Piven were professors at Columbia School of Social Work. Cloward was there when I was there. Shows how old I am. I didn't take a class with him. And their whole philosophy was they would overrule the welfare system so much so that they would break capitalism. Correct? Yes. 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 They would destroy capitalism. And it was funny because they would destroy capitalism by bringing in socialism and then the solution to destroying capitalism with socialism was more socialism right you know right. hey right, we're right, going right. to break down the welfare system but then we're going to turn around and give you money from the government which wait isn't that welfare to begin with right yeah so but then there's always all... the iron fist since we don't have a lot of time you know they give crumbs with a velvet glove and then they then they hammer you with the iron fist that comes later after they own you and control you yeah. and you're dependent exactly. on them so let's Let's cut to that because... I want to go to the last one. Yeah. Just let me go to the last one. The last one is the key one, is then they realized America was too unified. They needed to create a race war. And that's where you get critical race theory, you get social justice, you get this Black Lives Matter movement, you get all these things, and it's all created to create a race war. I've been, you know, as you introduced me, I was born in Africa, grew up in India, Yemen, Sudan, Ethiopia. (laughs) I've been all over the world. And I can tell you that America was the least racist country I've ever lived in. That's why I wanted to live here. Um, And yet they said, okay, we've got to create a race war here. And so that's where this Black Lives Matter comes in. That's where this whole justice, social justice movement comes in. And it's all lies. Well, and and I have strong theories, and and it just uh, breaks my heart, the abuse of children, putting pornography on on public grade school shelves, and then uh, banning Mr. Potato Head and Dr. Seuss as being racist, but pornography and giving uh, 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 sex change operations to nine-year-olds is Perfectly okay. Tell us how that fits into this truly evil plan, because I don't recall anybody voting this. So tell us how that abuse <laughs> so, of so children actually, fits in. Yeah, so that's actually the sixth tenant of it, and that's the breakdown of the family. And the breakdown yeah. of the family begins by first uh, introducing and destroying marriage. So marriage instead of one man and one woman now becomes anything you define. So marriage breaks down. Marriage stops being about the raising and nurturing of the next generation. And so, well, how do you destroy that next generation? Well, you destroy the next generation by telling kids that, oh, well, you're, you're actually a homosexual. You're actually gay just because you've had those feelings. And that determines who you are. And now they go, well, okay, just because you have an inclination to dress one way or another, that actually tells you that you really are uh, trans. And so now let's give you operations. And these are on, you can't go back on these. I mean, that's a, that's, it's, it's. This is maiming children, uh, abusing children when they have no, they have not reached the age of consent. I have a theory. I want to get your thought real quick. 
I believe that the attack on masculinity and the attack on gender itself, after they lectured us forever on feminism and on the beauty of the woman, and now they can't even define one, I think it has to do with the fact that men of a certain age and masculinity is what fights wars. If you can weaken men, and and they're the ones who teach self-defense to their kids. They teach strength and courage and not tolerating bullying and all of that. If you can feminize the culture, not that I have anything against feminism, I mean, feminine uh, women, uh, then you can, you can break the country. Can you not? Yes. That's a good point. I had not thought about that. And I want to commend you on that because I had not thought about that aspect of it, that men being feminized will then weaken the nation as a whole as far as when it comes to war and protection. But you, can you see have my permission to use it anywhere you think it will value the cost. <laughs> so I use it a okay. lot. Yeah, no, it'll be great. I'll Please. add it one more to my list. Uh, but do. you can see this, this whole thing is there. But now here's where we think what we should do. One, uh, we want to send people to our website, everyblm.com, and every Black Life Matters is the alternative to BLM because we think every single Black Life Matters, which means every single life matters. And you'll see in our logo is the babies, baby in the womb, because the first life that matters is the unborn baby, because if you can't be born, what happens next, right? So, Mm -hmm. uh, and especially the fact that 50% of all Blacks have been killed in a Black genocide by the left, specifically targeted by the left, because Mm -hmm. while there are only 13% Blacks in this country, 80% of Planned Parenthood are within walking distance or in Black neighborhoods. And you tell me why that's the case. Oh, boy, what a pleasure to have you. I can't wait to talk talk to you more and have you on again. Neil Mammon, co-founder of Every Black Life Matters. This is how we fight back, by holding fast to the very things they want to destroy. That's the threat they see. Uh, Neil Mammon, M-A-M-M-E-N. We're going to push right along. Karen Cataline filling in for Alan Nathan on the Main Street Radio Network. Stay tuned. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. Every MyPillow is made with passion here in my home state of Minnesota to ensure you get the best sleep of your life. One of the things that I really like about MyPillow is the support. It gives my neck a little hug. I've never slept better in my life. What's better than a great night's sleep? Call or go online to take advantage of my best offer ever. For a limited time, when you use your promo code, you can get premium my pillows regularly $69.98, now only $29.98. With our 60-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. Sleep well, America! Call 1-800-867-0416 and use the promo code RAM, R-A-M. That's 1-800-867-0416 and use the promo code RAM. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Hi, it's Karen Cataline. It's been almost a decade since I wrote Fat Lash Food Police in the Fear of Thin. It's about my early experiences in child beauty pageants and being put on extreme diets. Remember when that was shocking? Sadly, that seems like child's play compared to what we are watching today when politicians and woke corporations are actually advocating for the sexualization of children. Everyone's children. We're watching a frontal attack on childhood innocence. This is one story. 
my story. Fat Lash illustrates and explains why good boundaries are essential for kids to grow up healthy. They need their parents to set them, not the government. Get Fat Lash today. It's available in paperback or ebook at Amazon or at my website, KarenCataline.com. Wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to, or hit rewind, like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh-oh. Or that time you forgot to roll up your windows in the car wash. Fantastic. Yeah, a remote control would have come in handy then. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome. But pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes like managing your weight, getting active, stopping smoking, and eating healthier, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. It's easy to learn your risk. Take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Life doesn't come with a remote control. So you're on your own with the wasps. You have the power to take control of pre-diabetes. Visit doihaveprediabetes.org today. That's doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Put a frog in a pot of boiling water and it'll jump right out. But put a frog in a pot of cool water and slowly heat it up, that frog will boil. As a metaphor for us and all that we go through as veterans, it's a story that rings true. We learn to endure the heat in silence. We apply what we learn to life, the bills, the job, the family, things we're expected to handle with ease. When life heats up around us, we just try to stay afloat. We let the water boil. Reaching out isn't easy, but you've never been interested in easy. You join because you are not afraid of hard work. You are not a frog. If you or a veteran you know needs support, don't wait until the water boils. Reach out. Find resources at va.gov reach. That's va.gov reach. Brought to you by the United States Department of Veterans Affairs and the Ad Council. Karen Cataline puts the Judeo in Judeo-Christian. Now back to Spouting Off. I'm hoping, even during the midterms and beyond the midterms, that you will not forget the phenomenal uh, abuse of power of the Department of Justice, places like the CIA, the DOJ, the FBI. I mean, this, these alphabet agencies are becoming a instrument of force and fear. And here to talk about that with so much more um, uh, expert opinion and authority is retired U.S. diplomat and former U.S. special agent Eric Karen. He has held senior positions within the Department of Treasury, Department of Homeland Security, and Interpol. He is also the author of Switched On, The Heart and Mind of a Special Agent. Boy, do we need your counsel now. Eric Karen. thank you so much for joining us here on The Alan Nathan Show. Hey, Karen, what an honor to be on with you. I look forward to the uh, conversation. Thank you. Yes, me too. So let's dive right in. We're watching an FBI that sure is not like uh, the one we watched on TV. Scary, frightening, and out of control. Talk to us about it. 
Yeah, Karen, you know, I've been calling for a colonoscopy, if you will, of the FBI, <laughs> the oh. Department of Injustice, and as well as the CIA. And we can throw in the Homeland Insecurity uh, Department as well. I mean, for the American people to regain trust in our criminal justice system at the federal level, of course, um, we we need that colonoscopy. And I'm calling for the FBI to be abolished. And, and quite frankly, the other agencies, such as Secret Service and the others, um, could pick up their responsibilities. Believe me, I've, I worked with all the alphabetical agencies for 25 years. And, um, yeah, so, I, you know, all we have to do is look at what the FBI and the DOJ has done in the last four or five years, spying on a president, uh, arresting and harassing uh, uh, parents at school board hearings, um, abortion, if you will, uh, issues that should be handled at the local level. They're having the FBI arrest uh, U.S. citizens for altercations at an abortion clinic that happened over a year ago. Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. We have terrorists, Karen, running around this country, and we're in the midst, we're in the midst of a World War III and we have a commander-in-chief who's asleep. Yeah. Or, or, or thinks and, it's and legitimate it, to question his age. Well, thank you very much, Joe Biden. He's not only asleep, yeah. he's confused. So what do yeah. we do about this? Well, I think I, – here, here's my prediction. I think Joe Biden will be impeached. Um, it, it could be really? for a whole host of reasons. Um, the border, of course, and the crime – um, but also, of course, abuse of power relating to, to the Biden crime family, Karen. I mean, and, and, and real elephant in the room relating to the Biden crime family, what did the CIA and FBI know and when do they know it? Because if we're led to believe the CIA is the most premier, sophisticated intelligence agency, how does Hunter Biden meet with the head of the Chinese spy agency and not the CIA know about it? So, yeah. so that's the question, really. I mean, and, and you know, if the CIA is obligated to report crimes, I mean, uh, relating to their officials and, and sources, right, to the Department yeah. of Justice. There's an executive order that outlines their responsibilities, executive order 12333, 12333. And in it, it just says, hey, if you become aware of crime or crimes committed by your officials or, or sources – you're obligated to, to notify DOJ. And so I don't think that happened with the Biden crime family. Um, mm. And, um, yeah, so Joe Biden will be impeached. Hunter will take a, a plea. And uh, Congress it has to do its job now. Congress Color will me. for the next two years. Yeah, Eric, I hope, boy, I hope you're right. From your mouth to yeah. God's ears. And, you know, our listeners know that being impeached doesn't mean convicted, uh, yep. Otherwise, gee, how nice to impeach Donald Trump when he wasn't even president. I mean, do they do anything that's constitutional? No. But color me skeptical, no. Eric, about him being impeached, because not only one would Republicans have to win back both the House and the Senate, I believe. And boy, we hope that happens and the left will do yeah. everything in its power to make sure that doesn't. But even if that does happen, then Republicans would have to have the courage of their convictions. And we didn't see that yeah. during the Trump era, did we? I hope I'm wrong. Tell me where I'm wrong. 
No, I, <laughs> you, you are right. I mean, let's, uh, you know, you're right. And they, as they say, a good way to predict the future is by looking at the past. And um, we need, you know, the, the Mitt Romneys of the world and, and, and they need to go. I mean, and, and McConnell, um, and, you know, we can only hope uh, sooner rather than later they all, you know, <laughs> leave uh, Congress. Retire. And, and, and do Retire something else. is a good place for them, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. After like 10, 20, 30, 40 years, you know, come on. God, yeah. hey, give it, a, give it a rest. But you're right. Um, you're right that the Republican Party, um, you know, to, to an extent, um, ha- did not come to Donald Trump's uh, side and, and, and show the support. Uh, look at the January 6th, these hearings that's going on and um, yeah. the, the led up to it, what led up to it in these last, what, I don't know, how long has it been? Six months of, of, of a charade um, uh, yes. that's going on, on uh, the waste of time and money, the billions of dollars show wasted trial on after- Show trial after show trial. But, oh, no, Donald Trump does not have a right to go on national TV, even though they did how many of these un, unchallenged? Oh, my God. It's, it's absurd. I've lost track. Was it, it's, it's I think we're going on, like, what, three or four, you know, no, federal investigations by the FBI. How dare and the he want to defend himself? Oh, no, we can't have that. But you make yeah, yeah, you, you no, point out the, the point that – we know that there are enablers in the Republican Party who would yeah, never yeah. get impeached by the left because they're doing the bidding of the left. Hello. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're so... right. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's right. such a, you know, I think, I think these people get in power, right. And the power corrupts and uh, absolutely. Right. And, and they get used yeah. to holding, having people hold a door for them. And gee, this gets, this is nice. I can't go against uh, you know, the, uh, you know, the establishment. And so, I, I do think I do think over the next two years, though, the the Congress is going to ha- shed a spotlight on the Biden crime family and the CIA and the FBI. And I think the American people are going to be blown away as to what happened over the last four or five years. And let's think about it. We have a vice president. I mean, at the time um, involved using his office to enrich himself and his family. I mean, it's clearly abuse of power and his position and the use of his title and government property and um, et cetera, et cetera. He's not supposed to do all this moonlight. He's basically moonlighting on the side, you know? Hey, Hunter, come on with your Secret Service protection, too. It's not accidental that the left accused Trump exactly of that and tried to frame him for what Joe Biden did. They, yeah. they accused Donald Trump of doing with no evidence. There's never been any evidence ever, ever, ever. And there was public evidence that Joe Biden, when he admitted that he threatened a um, Ukrainian official, that if he didn't play he ball, did. they would they would uh, take away the money. And it's all in plain view. So can, I'm, I wish I weren't skeptical, but... What do you want to leave us with? We got like a couple of minutes. Eric Karen, yep. by the way, author yep. of Switched On, The Heart and Mind of a Special Agent by Eric Karen. We ought to take our show on the road and call it Karen and Karen. <laughs> um, <laughs> what do you want it. to leave? I love it. You know, I want the American people, you know what, Karen? Yeah. I want the American people to get switched on. And, and what do I mean by that? Strengthen you know, the core principles of being switched on. This is a little self-help, but I think we all need these days. Is, yes. is that is the mind 
strengthening the mind, body, and soul is so important. And they're all three are equally important, and they all have to be fed every day for us to make good choices and good decisions in our professional life and as well as in our personal life. So let's get switched on. Let's get, you know, strengthen the mind and the body and soul through, you know, there's enough literature out there about how to do such a thing. Um, I have to live it every day um, to to make good decisions. And, and, um, you know, and I think the American people, in, in a few weeks, we'll go to the polls and be switched on and, 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 and get these Democrats, if you will, these, these radical liberals out of office, and they'll be switched on and, and, and elect Republicans who, who care really about the people in the country, not about themselves. And that's what's happening in America these last, what, several decades. Yes, Eric Karen, C-A-R-O-N. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Look him up uh, as author of Switched On, The Heart and the Mind of a Special Agent. Boy, do we need to rein in those agencies because they're acting like, oh, my God, jackbooted thugs is what they're acting like. They're not moored to the Constitution. When we come back, we're going to have a discussion of the economy and cryptocurrency. Don't go away. We'll be right back here on The Alan Nathan Show on the Main Street Radio Network. I was asking God through prayer, seeking a good news source. I believe he showed me the epic times. I delivered the mail and came across an issue. The front page intrigued me, and I subscribed. Now I cut out articles and give them to friends and family. I leave old issues at the library and around my community. We read it to our kids and love the positive messages in each article. So why do I think everyone should read the Epic Times? Because they're bringing back traditional values to this great country. Share healthcare? How can I help? Help! I missed the deadline. Um, what deadline? The healthcare deadline. I'm locked out. We don't have any deadlines at Share Healthcare. You can enroll with us at any time. Oh, but can I afford it? Share Healthcare programs start at $149 a month. Less than $5 a day. Can I keep my doctor? Absolutely. Pick your own doctor and hospital. Amazing. How do I join? Just visit sharehealthcare.com. Sharehealthcare.com. Sometimes you need a woman's opinion, especially if you're trying to do the impossible, which is to understand women. I'm not really comfortable talking about certain things with women I know or even with family members. I used to wish there was a smart woman who didn't know me, but who would care enough to give me good advice. Now, there is. Ask Aunt Emma is for men only, but it's not therapy or phone dating. It's just wise advice. It's completely anonymous because you call and pay through liveadvice.com. So, I decided to give it a try. I was amazed at Aunt Emma's insights. She gave me a lot to think about so I could decide what to do next. And maybe she can help you too. Find Ask Aunt Emma on Facebook or register at liveadvice.com and you can speak to her practically right away. Again, you can find Ask Aunt Emma on Facebook or you can register at liveadvice.com. Get the female perspective. Just ask Aunt Emma. Ask Aunt Emma is for men only. Must be 18 or older. What is dedication? I am the father of a nine-year-old little girl and a six-year-old little boy. And I find fatherhood both relentlessly challenging and relentlessly rewarding. My daughter is biological and my son is adopted. I love them both so much. From the morning when you wake up to putting them to bed at night, 
and every moment in between, it really is so special. And boy, is it exhausting. One thing that I fear about being a parent is the future for my children. I think a parent's job is to protect our children, but also prepare them for the world so they become good, kind human beings. But I'm also hopeful that the future holds a more inclusive and compassionate world for them. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, <clears throat> me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Sign up for Karen's newsletter and read her columns at KarenCataline.com. Now back to Spouting Off with Karen Cataline. Welcome back here to Spouting Off, and thanks for staying with us for our final segment of this hour, this edition of Spouting Off. I thought I would use this opportunity, this last somewhat shorter segment, to talk about something that struck me as inspiring, perhaps, and something that I wanted to share with all of you. Uh, You may be familiar, in fact, of course you're familiar, with the wonderful Dennis Prager, who is uh, syndicated on Salem stations and all across the country. He has embarked on what he calls the project of a lifetime, and that is he has published uh, in a book-by-book book series, the uh, Rational Bible. And uh, he's on his third edition, which just came out. I own the other two. And he didn't do them in order, so he's dedicated each book. And it's really quite beautiful, lovely volumes with his commentary. He makes that very clear. And if you know anything about Judaism and uh, the five books of Moses and the Tanakh are (laughs) certainly relevant and used by many faiths, uh, particularly Christians. Uh, But he writes it for everyone and anyone who's interested in the five books of Moses, part of the Tanakh. So he um, did Exodus first because he thought that was so important. It's the story of liberty, beautiful story with lots of commentary. Can't say that I've read them all, uh, all of it cover to cover. He encourages people to skip and skip around. I'm good at that. I like doing that to look things up as a reference. Well, what does Prager have to say about this? Uh, he just published the third of the series, the second one he did Genesis. Now he's tackling and did tackle Deuteronomy. I found something in there that 
uh, inspired me. Lots of things inspire me. I've I've embarked on a, a much more serious study of Torah, I think. I, and I think when times are particularly uh, challenging and profoundly serious, that is where you go. You go to God, right? That's what we hope. Uh, the radical left that I whine and complain and rant about so often, and their enablers in the uh, Republican Party and elsewhere, they have hostility towards people of faith. You don't have to believe what people of faith believe. And of course, there's room for massive disagreement. We're a religiously pluralist country, and everybody has a right to decide and to question and to challenge what they're told and and seek out truth and to seek out God for himself or herself. Um, I was inspired by something Prager talks about in his in his third edition of Deuteronomy. And it is really a Valentine to talk radio, I, a classic talk radio, which is what I fell in love with when I was about 14. I must tell you, I continue to get um, um, uh, encouraged, shall we say, not pushed or forced, into doing more video. I've done video, but I shy away from it when I can, especially changing this show into a video show. Um, and yes, I can make jokes about the fact that I have a face for radio, but it's more than that. I have loved the power of sound and the power of uh, the interaction between speaker and audience, call or call in talk radio, and the whole notion of learning auditorily. And I have become unapologetically old school on a lot of things, as I think many of the changes that are being forced upon us these days, technologically and otherwise, are not sound. <laughs> That's a pun. And uh, here's what Dennis Prager writes about sound uh, that I think is particularly pertinent and beautiful. On page 50, under the following head heading, he writes this, the power of the ear versus the power of the eye. The experience at Sinai was much more auditory than visual. In general, the Torah and later Judaism favored the ear over the eye. Parentheses, my comment, that doesn't mean the eyes are unimportant. The eye is very easily distracted, he goes on to say, quote, and often leads people astray. In contrast, the ear has the power to attune us to a deeper reality, than that which is visible. It may be for this reason, the central credo of Judaism is the Shema, which means hear, Shema Yisroel. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God. The Lord is one. Every Jew has those words on his or her lips um, multiple times a day or, and often uh, when, they, when they breathe their last breath, when they take their last breath. Uh, so, the power of the ear. Now, here's a great story that Prager shares to illustrate the point. 
An author once told me that when he went on a tour to publicize his first book, friends who saw him on television told him how good he looked, whereas friends who heard him on the radio told him what they thought of what he said. Generally speaking, the eye is the gateway to emotions and the ear is the gateway to the mind. How about that? Well, that certainly inspired me. And it is one of the reasons why when I learn, I want to have people explain it to me auditorily. I want to ask questions. I want to interact with the material. Luckily, the Jewish tradition is full of that. Uh, We don't have a monopoly on attorneys, but you can tell that's why Uh, there are a lot of Jewish attorneys because we make oral arguments. We love debate and dissent, generally speaking, not always. And uh, that is among the traditions of yeshiva students when they learn uh, the Bible. That being said, I hope that we will maintain and elevate and celebrate uh, the ear, not necessarily over the eye, in the expression and the participation of talk radio, which is one of my early first loves. And uh, I thank you all for joining me whenever you hear Spouting Off, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern and live in various places, and that you will, when opportunity strikes you to call in, I try to give the number because any idea that can't withstand scrutiny is, well, probably not the truth. I've said that several times, and I think nothing has has borne that out uh, any more than recently when we are being pushed to censor our speech and, and think it's okay to censor others. We don't do that here. We celebrate the oral tradition of learning, discussion, and debate. And thank you for joining us on this edition of Spouting Off. My thanks to everyone who has who continues to make this show possible. Once again, you can go to my website, www.karencataline.com for the latest schedule of Spouting Off. I do lots of ready during the week, including filling in. And remember, stand up, speak out, and keep on spouting off.